Hi, welcome to the pod. <clears throat> You're here with my friend Shen and I, and we're just join us. We're cooking dinner. Welcome to my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks yeah. for coming. Thanks for. Thanks for having me on the pod. Thanks for wanting to talk about it. You're one of the most interesting people I've ever met in my entire life. I got real nervous. I think yeah. that like an hour before you got here, I was like, oh, 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 So I didn't have another, I thought about having another coffee and I was like, maybe don't do that. Fair enough. <laughs> the nerves are normal. I was like, just wait the hour and have a glass of wine. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I think so. Mm. So, yes. how's it going? Oh man, I've had that. <laughs> I was about to lie straight to your face and say, so good. Oh my god. Good. Yeah. Thanks. Great job. <laughs> so amazing and awesome and stunning. Um, no, it's still good, yeah. but um, I've been hanging on to this so we can talk about it now. Oh god, okay, cool. Shoot, <laughs> says. So, <laughs> it's funny. So I'm going to give you the what I was doing at the time. So I'm sitting there prepping for the Halloween party. I went as David Bowie, which cool. means I had to like <laughs> drag queen block my brows. So I'm doing that. And then mum called for the daily catch up. And I was like, hey, girly. But it had been a couple of days. So I'm sitting there, eyebrows glued to my noggin. <laughs> and we're just chatting, things and stuff. And she goes, oh, by the way, I have like something to tell you. And I was like, cool, goss, because we love a goss. And she goes, I'm leaving your dad. <gasps> and I was like, what? No brows. So I couldn't even like, wait, when's this? Um, last week. Holy yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay. Because I had a little bit of a tiffy whiffy last year. And she came I remember. And yeah, she yeah. came and then I was like, cool, they sorted that out. Yeah. No. Oh. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. They're both happy. Dad called me a couple of days later just to check in. Okay. And initially I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Grown woman. Had a little cry and I was like, yeah, whatever. And then the next day, oh. <laughs> the feels. So bad. I was just like devastated. Not because like they're splitting up. If they're happier apart, then that's yeah. great, obviously. Yeah. But just because they've been such a solid unit. support unit for me. Yeah. Um, over the last couple of years, that absolute shit show that has been the last two years. Yeah. Um. So I was just like, oh my god. Yeah. What do you fucking? How do you? Cause obviously, they're still going to be. My parents, that doesn't change, but them yeah. t- not being together and like when I go to the house, if I'm having, you know, I just need to be in my safe space. It's, it's oh, still yeah. the same house, but they're not both going to be there. Who will be there? Mum. So yeah. mum's going to buy, they're going to get the house valued and mum's going to buy dad out and he's just yeah. going to buy a unit somewhere. They would like, just be so chill through all this. Yeah, they're like, eh. They're so beautiful. Yeah. I love your parents. So I was like, oh. Mm. But the thing that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Anyway, um, was oh, that feels like the last thing mm-hmm. without sounding too fucking woe is me dramatic. Oh, you can say that. that. That's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that's the last thing that was kind of, I feel like, holding me here and holding me back. So now I have this, like, sense of, like, oh, I can just, I don't want to go anywhere. I didn't want to move anywhere or do anything because I had that awful fear of everybody dying. Yeah. Not that my parents just died, but I'm like, well, it's not the same unit, so it doesn't matter. It's not the same. That's cool. So now I'm like, wow. So you've had this realisation that you were, like, hanging on to not, like, fearing the change of anything. Yeah, I, I couldn't guess. leave because they, they were, like, my solid. Yeah. And now, like, everything's fucked. 
Yeah. My job's fucked, which I can't really talk about too much. That's but fine. My job's fucked. My parents aren't get her anymore. My life was fucked before that. Yeah. Um, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, what am, what am I doing? I don't know. Just go and do something else. What, if, what are you sticking around for? So that's kind of what's come out of it a little bit. I'm like... Oh, my God. And I felt like that was the last. The universe was like, can you hear me? That's huge. Like, there is no reason for you to stick around anymore. Got it? And I'm like, yes. It did have to be so harsh. Wow. So, yeah, I've got this, like. I've got goosebumps. Where are you going? I don't. Not obviously, Tokyo would be my top pick. But I just then, had this, like, really sad feeling and also really excited feeling. Yeah, right. I'm like, I was just uh, like, no, but also like, yay. <laughs> Yeah. Amazing. Because when I used to, uh, like, as you know, I've wanted to do a stint Fuck yeah. in Japan for a long time. You will time. thrive. This will be amazing. But Whatever I was it is you do. nervous. Yeah. But now I don't, like, feel sick to my stomach when I think about moving. I'm like, oh, that could be fun. Oh, my God. But, um. This is a blessing in disguise. Maybe Europe. I don't know. I've never been there. But oh I want to do a little trip Your to Europe. Europe. And then maybe boot scoot over there for a bit. I don't know. Woo! But I want to boot scoot. Yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine going to Europe and going to all those like super fucking old places like and visiting just all this interesting shit like going and doing a tour of the catacombs and stuff Art like that. and architecture and design. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah you'll ah. fill your cup up so hard yeah. and you deserve that so much. Like if anything, you just need to live in your absolute fullest. Like, yeah. You have such a capacity for so many amazing things mm. and you see the world in such a rich way. Like, you see all the colours or something? Yeah, so I think I'm finally ready. And I guess the other thing to that as well was, like, I don't know why I feel... I don't Is it lonely? I don't know. Maybe. I'm going to go with lonely. I don't know if that's the right word to use, but I'm going to go with lonely. Here, and that's nothing to do with friends or family or whatever, I just feel out of place, maybe. Yeah. Um, and uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Don't know what it is. Love it. Stun. Yeah. But I feel out of place and uncomfortable. I know. And I've mean. gotten to the point now, I'm like, well, then go somewhere else. And if you're uncomfortable there, it's no different. You might as well go and be uncomfortable somewhere else. Yeah. Because you're right now, you're uncomfortable in your home. And that's weird. That is weird. So <laughs> if you, you know, actually go and be lonely and go and be alone. Yeah. Because I think that'll be really good. It will. No, yeah. totally. I back this. I'm like, I'm like oh, there's man. a lot happening in my head at once. Yeah. Listening to this. <laughs> Did you just hear that? Did you just hear that? We went from parents divorcing to art in Paris. Oh, like, where, where? You need to do that. Yeah. Oh my so, God. This you know, I've been holding huge. that in all week. I was like, I'm to have got all these ideas. <laughs> I love telling you my ideas because you're always like, yeah, best idea ever. I love like, it. I'm so lucky that you were like, yeah, let's just talk about the pod. So, um, okay. So, the dude you're seeing, mm. we're seeing, are seeing, yeah. we're no, seeing no dudes. Great. So, like, yeah, there's nothing holding, nothing <laughs> holding you back. You can just fucking go. No dudes. Yeah. I think it's amazing. Mm. And, like, however you're feeling, you know, the whole thing about like moving and your feelings going with you or whatever, I genuinely think that might not be the case with this mm. because you already like honestly don't know what more you could do to change your internal situation apart from go with the flow like you're at the point where you need to just step with the universe and go with the flow yeah like you've done like there'll always be more work to do developing yourself more Mm -hmm. learning 
throughout life, but like for your current cycle that you've been in and going through all this like insane shit, <laughs> you have done so much growth and mm. so much like self, um, you've just, you're, you're so self-aware. And as like, you're also one of the most mentally healthy people I know, which you might fucking laugh at. <laughs> Name one time. Name one time. I'd love to hear it. Oh my god. The way that you. <laughs> Anyone listening who, like, you'll hear about the backstory in a moment, I guess. But so you're. The way that you process <laughs> trauma, grief, change, your own reactions to situations, the way that you're able to view where you're at, feel your way through things, like purge emotions, become familiar with what's inside you become friends with yourself, communicate to other people, like uphold like beautiful relationships. You know what to do when you're feeling like you need, you know what you need. And even though your life has been absolutely fucked, (laughs) (laughs) it's also like just watching you go through it is the one of the most inspiring things in the entire world. And I'm like, I know it's been the fucking worst and I know that you've been, you probably, I don't know, I, I, like you said the other day, like you've realised that you've been really making yourself really proud and you should. It's fucking insane watching mm. you move through the world. And I just don't think that someone who was like mentally unhealthy could navigate it the way that you have. I think that's a mm-hmm. huge sign in like the inner stability that you have. Even if you feel like it's a fucking shit show in there, you're killing it. <laughs> it's that resilience I fucking hate talking about. <laughs> that makes me really angry, but now I'm like... Oh my god, they were right. Yeah, that's so weird. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> Can you like touch on that again? Um, For so it wasn't me listening to you yesterday. <laughs> you know when you go through a tough time or some back to back shit things, or even just one shit thing, and you move through it because you have to. Yeah. It's like the world doesn't stop, right? So you're like, mm-hmm, okay, well, I'm just going to keep going. I fucking hate that, by the um, way, but yeah. <laughs> Even, like, talking about it, I feel a little bit angry. Yeah. And people are like, wow, you're so strong. Oh, my God, I know it's shit now, but you're building up resilience. And I'm like, this is the last thing I want to talk. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to be resilient. I don't want to be strong. Yeah. I don't want to be any of these things. Because it's forced into the situation. Yeah. You're like, I have to be. I have to be. And I don't... <laughs> want to be Mm. and it just used to make me so angry yeah used to make me angry it made me angry up until like (laughs) two months ago seriously not even that long ago it just made me but a revelation can happen like that in the blink of a moment but because i'm kind of coming out of that now i can see it i'm like oh shit i am yeah yeah (laughs) i can say it but if any of you guys say it you're pissed off yeah but they were, they were, they, mum, mum, you're right. <laughs> mum and dad. That's so beautiful. You are, I am resilient. And I'm still pissed off that it had to be. Yeah. But that's life, isn't it? Yeah. And fast forward into like the future. Even more. Like, you already talk like this, actually. You already like in conversations that we've had speak about how this stuff kind of, I don't know, like anytime you're talking about something and you're like, telling me about something you're working through or whatever. And I'm like, give you the frame of the future, looking back at the situation in one way or another. And you're like, yeah, no, totally. I see it that way. And I'm like, holy fuck, you're incredible. Like if I was in your shoes and someone said that to me, I'd be like, okie dokie. Yes, I do. Okay. 
sure, I lady. understand. I'll get there eventually, but I yeah. understand. But you're just like, you already, it's like you have a past, present, future view of your situation or something. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just I just, I guess I've always kind of gone through life like that. I'm, I'm, I've always just gone bigger picture. Yeah. Same. I'm always like, like you, I think that's why we get along so well. Yeah. I'm super hyper aware of how everyone is doing around me and feeling. Yeah. And just like how things are moving. I'm very aware of that. So I think that helps in it does. this kind of situation. Yeah. I've always really liked that trait about myself. And then I got a bit sad about it because I saw someone on TikTok talking about it. <laughs> Like you only have that ability because you had to for like to to, to for survival. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, oh, oh, that's true. And I was like, I did. And then I thought about all the times that I was like being hyper aware to survive or to like mm-hmm. get like, by. Yeah, yeah, hundred like, percent. Oh, and then you feel a bit like sad for yourself for a second, and you like you know give your inner child a hug about it, and then come back to your present self where it's like, yeah, it's a good skill, I got. <laughs> no, you you do. You're like, oh. Sorry, little Shan, but at the same time, if little Shan didn't have to be like that, big Shan would be so fucked. Yeah. She'd be useless. Oh, I'd be so God. useless. Oh, I cannot imagine being... I know. Although I wish I was. I wish I was just floating through. <laughs> just a jellyfish. <laughs> Seriously, like, some people. <laughs> just like, I don't know. It's fine. Just have, have no care, no depth, no nothing. And not, that sounds really mean, but just like yeah. only aware of themselves I'm not feeling good. That's a shame. It's You're like, not feeling good. Oh well. You know, I can't do much. It's like a. It's like if you could marry that cruisy nature, that like, go with the flow, float like a jellyfish, whatever comes, neither here nor there, nature, <laughs> with, like all of the self awareness that you develop yeah. through trauma, like that. You just have a little. Oh, <laughs> like that's the idea. Gorgy right? little. Yeah. Right. That's but actually, I should not be like that. Justin, this blows my fucking mind. And I've had conversations with girlfriends that are just like, what do you mean? He's, got, he's had no trauma. How is he not a piece of shit? I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I think he was just raised right. And I love his parents. Like, his parents are amazing. So, I'm like, I, gen- I genuinely think, like, maybe someone else down the line broke their generational trauma already. Yeah, yeah. And, like, now they're, like, just producing angels. Because <laughs> <laughs> ideally, if you've just had, like... The best of the best upbringing. Yeah. I mean, they may, you know, whatever. There's always exceptions. But in um, my experience, if I've met someone who's had absolutely no struggle and trauma, I just don't get along. Not to say that I don't like them, mm-hmm. but it's like I can't really relate. And I feel like they don't understand the world the way I understand yeah. it. Yeah. They don't understand, they just, like, the good and the bad and all of, like, they just, there seems to be, like, a certain level to which their understanding caps. And they, yeah, they hit the ceiling and they're like, yeah, well, I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that must be nice. And that's why, yeah, <laughs> it would be lovely. <laughs> I'm like, let me in there. <laughs> but in saying that, I only really recently, like this year, after going through like all of my shit, like after nanny and all of that, mm. I remember like just like scream crying in the car about my dad. <laughs> I was like, why did you get us into this position? <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, so angry like so angry I was like all of your fucking decisions have trickled into my life like mm-hmm. all of the things like just the just your the way you view the world is part of the way I view the mm-hmm. world and I've had to undo that mm-hmm. all of the situation like I've had to struggle so much because of the actions of the person who was in charge of me yes. and 
he doesn't even know to that extent because we can't not. really talk about it. Like, I want to, and I hope one day he listens to all these, but I also hope he doesn't mm. because I don't want to make him sad because I love him and I've been mending that relationship with him. It's so such a tough one, but, that, isn't it? Yeah, but I got to the point this year where I was like, oh, <laughs> I am exactly where I am because of all that. Yeah. I have all of this. All I want is to help the world. Mm-hmm. All I want is to, like, lift people up with me, bring them up to my vibration mm-hmm. and throw them up even higher and be like go and then hopefully one day a few of them turn around and help me as well you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like just I just want to keep helping people and every single piece of shit thing that I've gone through that's been fucking hard that I've been angry about or upset about or felt sad for myself about has turned out to be one of the things obviously that I turn around and can be like I understand where you're at I can help you or I understand the root cause of this problem I can do something about that or whatever so now I look back and I'm like, kind of like, thanks, Dad. Like, do you know right. what I mean? But also, like, thanks, Esther, for navigating the way through. Thanks, yeah. like, Universe, for, like, helping me along, you know? <laughs> yeah. 110 billion percent. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Like, fuck, I wish that didn't happen. Mm. But, like, I guess thanks that did. I, I'm the same. Yeah. I'm like, wow, really wish that didn't happen. But, hey, look. Look, Look where I am. Yeah. It's like weird, weird gratitude for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk about more of your how, life? Yeah. How I ended up here. Yeah. Should we just go on timeline? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Take us back to whatever year you like. Uh, well, no. <laughs> things are fine. Good. Up until... What do you need, Dolly? I was just like, should we cook? I, just like, I better, t- I'll turn up. You know what, I'll turn the rice on. Yeah, because then I was like, we'll just talk. But if you don't want to cook yet and you want to pod, we can just go to the couch. Um, Because this won't take long. It's up to you. I don't mind. Because this won't take long at all. This is like a maybe a 10 minutes, a 15 minute thing in total. Mm. So should we keep potting and then cook later? Yeah. 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 I'm going to bring the camera <gasps> Can I sit on this? Yeah, so is Chelsea's. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I love it. You're in the Chelsea corner, actually. This is hers, the table's hers, and the plant. Chelsea. Hello. Hello. Nestle's <laughs> in Chelsea's corner. Oh, should we what do you move need? her over there? Put Chelsea in the Chelsea corner. Oh, if you want. <laughs> The whole thing's in shot. She's um, she in a taco. Oh my god! So classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the little flowers in the frame. She's beautiful. Even when she's eating a taco. Legit, hey. Always. <laughs> Always. Oh, I love it. All right. Gorge. <laughs> it's perfect. <sighs> Comfy? Yes. Happy? I'm ready. Take us on the timeline. Um, it's a timeline. Oh, my gosh. Two years. We'll go from there. Cool. So what year? Where are we? 2021? 2021, yeah. So I stood down from work in the airline industry. 2020, the world stopped. We remember. Yeah. <laughs> That's it right. It was real scary, and then it was really <laughs> fun for a bit. Yeah. Not the people dying, mm. not the illness, but, mm. you know, not having to work. Anywho, yeah. I moved into the treehouse, um, barely knew these girls, and it was the happiest I've ever been. 
time at Jules. Um, I knew Lavina from being around the airport, but when she moved in, that was when we became attached at the hip. Yep. And then a couple of other girls had went in and out and they were amazing as well. But then Jules moved out to do a, you know, brow business and all of that kind of stuff. And the other girl moved out. So we had two spare rooms. So my partner at the time moved in and I was like, I've got another room. And Chelsea was like, I want to move out of Palmy. Have you still got that room? I was like, yeah, girl. <laughs> we were already friends, but again, you know, when you live someone, it, it, yeah. it goes either way. But yeah, once she moved in, again, attached to the hip. Yeah. Mostly because no one was working. We were home 24-7. Yeah. Um, so that was weird. She, so she moved in early 2021. Um, it was the time of our lives. Anywho... How do I tell this story? Uh, however you want. Yeah, There's right. Okay. No, no so, right or wrong way. No right or wrong. And it's your story. Just feels weird. I know. Because people react weird to it, I think. That's why I'm like... Don't think about how other people are going to perceive this. That's yeah. their choice to perceive right. whatever they want, however they want. You can't yeah. control that. So all you can do is share your perception of it. Yeah. And your perception of it is <laughs> fine and good and real and raw and normal. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Right. Well, okay. So, one night. We'll start in the afternoon. I think I feel like it's relevant. Chelsea had just gone to get her hair done. I had sent her to my stylist because he's unreal. I sent everyone to him. And she came bouncing down. Wait, wait. One more thing. Mm-hmm. Can you tell people what Chelsea was like? Chelsea, right. What was Chelsea like? I think that's... She's... Yeah. Am I... Right, so my partner at the time introduced me to Chelsea, and she was much like you when I first met you. From the get-go, I was like, oh, we're going to be friends. Yeah. <laughs> and we met in the same place, the coffee shop that yeah. my ex-boyfriend was work- working in at the time. So same thing as you and I. Yeah. Um, and she was just so easygoing, sat down. He had to work. Why were we there all the time? I know. Oh, it was, it was so annoying. <laughs> we're just, I was just going for hours. Out. And just, Ooh, just hours, just annoying. Anyway, <laughs> so she rolls in and we're sat just drinking coffee. And then from then on out, hey, you coming for coffee in the morning? Hey, you coming for coffee in the morning? Do you want to come to this thing? Hey, the girls are having cocktails. Do you maybe want to come? So I introduced Chelsea to the other girls and all that kind of stuff. And just this warmth. Yeah. Much like you, the first time I met her, she was just warm. She was so warm, hey? She had this, like, aura about her. You just felt safe. Yeah. And I just knew, and I was like, I'm going to be friends with this girl. Yeah. She had that way of, like, being able to communicate without judgment entirely, hey? Yeah. She's just... I don't... Just an angel. Yeah. Literally. Such Anyone an angel. that knows Chels, or even met Chels briefly, was like... Just... They just know. Yeah. She's the sweetest, softest, warmest little bean. I've never met someone who's impacted so many people. Isn't it insane? It's almost like anyone she interacted with, even for a second, would hold her in their heart forever. Forever. Yeah. She just had that thing about it. Yeah. (laughs) Essence. (laughs) Essence? Mm. Thing. So I knew from the get-go. So she moved in with us. And then, like I said, from then on, it was just, like, attached to the hip. Um, and it was during lockdown, the second lockdown. So the border patrol, like, control was out. We couldn't leave. Um, and it was when they were, like, you're not really meant to go and <laughs> lay out on the beach and things like that. Mm. So 
I don't know why, we went up onto the street because our house was so cold. It was called the treehouse because it was up in the trees, no natural light, cold, musty, dusty, great place, cold. <laughs> I remember it was August and it was like 30 degrees in the day. I was like, it's so hot. So we went up and set up <laughs> like our towels and pillows and music and snacks and we called it the Elva Street Beach Club because we lived on Elva Street. And we were doing that from like 10.30 in the morning till 2.30 in the afternoon every day. Oh. Our neighbours thought we were insane. But it was just <laughs> her and I at home. My partner at the time was working and then our other roommate, Lavina, and best friend, was living in Queensland so she could still go to work. So it was just Chelsea and I every day up on the street. Oh, and it was beautiful. And I remember it was in those weeks that we really started to... Like, get to the nitty-gritty mm. of all sorts of things, boyfriends and parents and all sorts. And she had started to tell me a little bit about, um, a bit more about her epilepsy. Yeah. I knew she had epilepsy, but, you know, it's, it's not something you just like, so, yeah. tell me about that. Um, but she was starting to open up a little bit about it. And I remember her saying, oh, you know... I have been on, I think she said there was like three medications. I can't remember exactly, but there are like three medications that you can take for it. And she's like, I've done them all. And I fucking hated it. Yeah. She goes, there's like, I wasn't allowed to drive. I couldn't work when I was on one of them. It was debilitating. Mm. And I, I think they, why. Was it because like. It they... makes you feel like you're going to have. Right. A seizure. Yeah. She said that one of them scary. does. It makes you just feel gross. So that's why you can't drive and yeah. work it's just awful she hated it I'm sure so that's why I don't take them she just but you know I haven't had um a seizure since I was like or blackout since I was like 19 20 and she was 26 at the time and I was mm. like oh, cool <laughs> um and I remember so distinctly she was like and you know what even if I was needing to take them I wouldn't because I'd rather live a short happy life than a long one feeling like shit all the time. And I was like, so fair, babes. Wow. Take that back now. I was like, <laughs> at the time I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, so, you know, it was nice getting to know that kind of stuff about her. And I truly believe she was warming up to telling me that she was starting to have blackouts again. Mm. That's where that conversation was kind of leading didn't you tell me or I think it was you said that she mentioned a couple of times about like worrying or, or feeling like she was going to start having them soon well she used to say so she would drive everywhere yeah so she could always get always had her own way home and she didn't drink much because she said that like if drinking used to alcohol and things like that mm. could bring it on sometimes so she'd have her little things she was always you know, prepared. Yeah. But I'm like, is that because she's already having blackouts? Maybe. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that com those conversations, like, etched into my brain forever. Yeah. And in those weeks, aside from sun baking for a gazillion hours a, a day, we'd done, like, spruced the house up. We'd done, like, a spring clean, moved our rooms around. Did the Every day the others would come home and be like, the house is different. Yeah. We're like, oh, yeah, we've got nothing else to do. But 
Yeah, we're doing the lawns, we're sprucing everything. I love that. Trust me, this is relevant. <laughs> um, and then there was a day where I think, I don't remember exactly, there was some art show on in Cooley. We lived in Tweed. And she's like, she was always nervous about jumping the border. And she goes, fuck it, I'm going to go. I just, I just feel like I want to go, I want to see everyone, fuck it. And I was like, great. She goes, I'm going to get my hair done too. And I was like, as you should. Oops. <laughs> You haven't seen everyone. <laughs> get, get it all judged. Like, come on. So um, she went and saw... <laughs> Being friends with Leo is the best. Yeah, I'm like, as, as if... you should. Yeah, uh, I actually wouldn't let you go if you didn't. <laughs> like, we're really tanned. Yeah. People are going to be like, what? <laughs> so you have to go get your hair done. So I sent her to my stylist who's like, unreal. He just nails it every time. Really good at making your hair big and bouncy and blonde and beautiful. And I remember her skipping down the driveway when she came back. I was like, oh, I look amazing. You do look amazing. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Got her outfit on. She's like, right, I'm going to go have a few drinks before go to the art show. I'll see you later. I was like, okay. See ya. Off she went. A couple hours go past. My boyfriend was like, I'm going surfing. He hadn't come home from work. He was just going straight to Snapper, the usual going surfing. I was like, okay, cool. Enjoy. I've made dinner. Dinner's been ready for 20 minutes. I cannot get a hold of him. Sun's been down, so it's like September, so it still goes down relatively early. Mm-hmm. Could not get a hold of him. I start panicking. I'm like... Like, did a shark eat him? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and I'm calling and I'm calling. I hear nothing, and I've got this awful anxiety. I'm like, yuck. That's right. You had the heebie fucking jeebies. I had the heebie jeebies. And he finally calls me. Oh, sorry. Is that a beer? I was like, that's fine. Just, you've got to tell me. I thought you drowned. He's like, oh, sorry. I'll be home in a bit. Um, before he called me, sorry, I'd actually called Chels because I knew she was at the surf club. I was like, hey, Sissy, can you see Geordie? And she's like, no. And I was like, mm, okay. And she goes, but can you feed the dog? And I love you. And I'll see you a bit later. I was like, I love you. Have the best time. She's like, yeah, I am. I'm pissing. I was like, yeah. <laughs> anyway. My boyfriend comes home, we eat dinner. I don't eat dinner, I could not relax. I was like, he's fine. Whatever, all good. He eats, clean up, finally fall asleep after hours and hours and hours. I just couldn't shake that icky feeling. Yeah. I was like, but he's home. I was like, no, you just pissed. You pissed off at him. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> finally fall asleep, and then in the middle of the night, I shoot up and I'm drenched in sweat, and my chest is like, pounding and it feels like I'm choking or I'm going to throw up both yeah. there's something in my throat like I've got to like pull it out I don't know I just feel disgusting awful and I was like mm. it was probably around midnight I want to say I don't know I didn't check the time and I was like this is gross obviously it's my anxiety because mm. I went to sleep still anxious it's kind of manifested physically it happens go back to sleep that. in the morning it's the usual routine um Levina's there she popped in we're giggling around the house. My boyfriend's gone to work. Lavina leaves. Chelsea and I had plans to go shopping that day. We were going to be naughty and jump the border and go to pack fair. <laughs> Essentials. And I was like, <laughs> and she's an early bird. So I was like, oh, she's not up yet. And I was like, she probably got up, fed the dog, went back to bed. She was a little pissed when I spoke to her at like six mm-hmm. last night. She's had a big night. So I'm out in the sun. I'm reading a book and I'm like, it's fucking midday. Yeah. I'm like, mm, she's gone without me. Oh, my God, that bitch is gone without me. So, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm sitting in the sun. I was like, starting to feel funny. I was like, oh, okay. So I go inside and I text her. Okay. <laughs> and I texted her, bitch, you alive? Like, where are you? <gasps> you don't. I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so 
worried, but she would laugh at that. She would have been <laughs> in hysterics. No. Anyway, I um, <laughs> turns out. Oh here. my god. Um, and I hear a phone ding, and I was like, "The fuck!" And I went to go in her room. I was like, "Something just said no, not yet. Mm. Have a shower, eat something, and then you know." I don't know why. I I just didn't want to go in there. I was like, "Okay." Yeah. So I'm showered. I've got my towel. I'm still wet. I've got my towel around. I was like, "Okay, nah." You're taking the piss now. Get up. And I stop at the door and I was like, mm. and it just got this feeling. I was like, oh my God, she's been sick and she's choked on her vomit. <gasps> That's what I feel like's happened. And I've pushed the door open and her bed's made. And I was like, oh my God, no, she did leave without me. And then my eyes pan down and she's trigger warning. Um, yeah. On her bedroom floor. Well and truly deceased. Um, and I got goosebumps everywhere. Went in because I, di- I didn't know the timeline, but I, I looked at her and I knew. I, <laughs> I knew. I said I don't know the timeline, but I looked and I, I knew. So I went in and I kind of. And it wasn't a gruesome sight. She's just kind of, you know. So I went and I shook her leg and touched her leg and it was ice cold. I can still feel it sometimes. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. And I shook her and I was like, honey. <laughs> honey, chills, babes. And I was like, nope. And I just, I remember going like this. And we're like, oh, and all I wanted to do was call my mom. But I'm like, what the fuck is your mom going to do right now? So I just I start getting dressed I'm on the phone to triple zero. Yeah. Um, still got the door open. So my like second room slash dressing room was across the hall from her. So I had the door. So I see if she, I don't know, move. Uh, but then I didn't want to look. It was, uh. You would have been in a state of shock. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm on the phone and she has, you know, triple zero. Ambulance, what's your emergency? I was like, I think my friend is dead. And she goes, what? And I said, I think my friend and my roommate, is, I think she's dead. She goes, okay, um, oh, do you want to go, do you, do you want to do CPR? And I was like, she's grey and she's cold. And she goes, okay, yeah, no worries. Um, we're sending someone I can see and they're coming over the bridge team and stay on the phone. This beautiful dispatcher stayed on the phone with me. Oh, that's nice. Um, and it was the longest. I went back and checked my call log and it was eight minutes is all it took them, obviously. Um, but it felt like the longest fucking eight minutes of my yeah. life. And even though, like, I touched her, I saw her, I knew. When the Ambos got there, I was like, we're going to be laughing about this and tonight, you know, we're going to be laughing. She's going to be wrapped in that funny little silver thing, blanket thing you see on movies. And we're going to be in stitches about this. So I went and sat and the first Ambos got there and they sat with me and then they... The second ambulance came and they were kitted up and they were running down with the defib. And they went down and it was literally two seconds. They came back. They didn't even look at me. They looked at the other Nathan. I remember his name. And they they shook their heads. And I was in shock. I was like, "What do you mean, no? Aww. Get in there and do the th- thing." Because in my head, you know, Ambos are and they are one hundred percent that they were going to be magical superheroes. Yeah. And fix her. Yeah. They were going to fix her, and they couldn't. They didn't. Girl, they went in there. They were like, mm. <laughs> um, so yeah. They didn't even look at me. They looked at the other. I was sitting on the floor in the sunroom, and Nathan was sitting on the chair, and he just goes, he goes, you might want to start calling your roommates. I was like, okay, can you stay here? He's like, yeah. So then I had to obviously call my partner that lived there. And Lavina and tell them they needed to come home. Fucking hell. Um, <laughs> it took ages. 
ages. <laughs> Everything took ages. Yeah. Uh, it didn't, though, but in my head, you know, time kind of s- stood still. They, um, long story short, we weren't allowed back in the house. We had to wait for, because, you know, 26-year-old girls don't just, healthy girls yeah, don't just that's right. pass away. Um, and because she had been out the night before, it, my house became a crime scene. Yeah. We weren't allowed in the house. Mm. Um, we had to wait for like detectives to come up from like Lismore or something. It was insane. And we were not allowed inside the house. Where were you allowed to be? Cause you're so not in the front, we had like a porch kind of area. We just had oh, to yeah. sit out there and wait. Um, and I remember they, they needed permission to turn the house into a crime scene and enter the home. Um, and I was like, I'll do it. These two are a mess. Lavina's throwing up in a bush. Oh, babe. <laughs> she was not good. Oh, poor darling. She was in, poor thing, was in so much shock. Yeah. Um, and they handed me the clipboard to fill it out and I went to do God, it and I are couldn't. are you fucking serious? You're I, filling out forms. I couldn't move. I was like, can you do it? He goes, yes. Oh. Not to mention these were the two youngest cops I've ever seen in my life. Swear to God, they would have been like 19. Oh, my oh it was God. so awkward. They, had, they didn't know what to say. We didn't know. It was just... <laughs> None of us have done this before. <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> oh, and, you know, I had to write out a description, what she's wearing, where is she located, her name, how to spell it, all of those things, next of kin if I knew it, mm-hmm. and sign away, like, yeah, you can enter my home. God. And then we had to fucking figure out where we were going. They gave me a couple of minutes. I was, esc- I was escorted by a police officer to pack a bag for all of us. He watched me. Really? Yeah, I wasn't allowed oh, to touch anything. you didn't want to let the other two in, hey, because you were like, I don't want them to see. Yeah, that's right, like, actually. Yeah, I asked the, I asked Nathan, I said, hey, can you go and shut her door? I don't need the other two mm. seeing this. So they never I think did. that is a solid gift because you could have gone through this trauma with people. You oh. went through it with them, obviously. It's yeah, like we, we all. Yeah. yeah, totally, obviously. Um, but that, like, the like the additional like assault to your senses, like the seeing, feeling, experiencing oh, it in that way. I wouldn't wish that on. Yeah, like anyone. you could have experienced that with people and had like you know the whole like you know um, misery loves company. Not yeah, that that's the same thing at all. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like that kind of general premise. But you chose to do that alone and protect them from it. Mm-hmm. And now you are the only person in your life who you know who's ever been through anything like this, mm-hmm. which would have just been insanely isolating. Anyway, get back to the story. It Sorry. is. No, that's 100% it. It is very, it's a very lonely because we all lost Chels, mm. all of us. We all, you know, the three of us had to move out of the home and pack up her things and all of that, and that was traumatic. It's awful. Yeah. But it's just me. I was home alone. Yeah. Oh, and that's unfortunately the last time I saw her. Yeah. And I remember signing the thing, being like, yep, yeah. <laughs> welcome to my home, enter. Um, and at the time I knew they were all professionals, you know, they're, they're going to look after her, but I just did, I didn't want to leave her. I just didn't, I couldn't do anything. Obviously I had to leave her how she was, how I found her, all of that. Um, so they could do their investigation, but I just, I just wanted to pick her up. Yeah. I just wanted to scoop her up like a little baby bird. I remember you saying that. And I wanted to, or just wait there. Cause I'm like, she doesn't know you guys. 
Yeah. And even in like the days afterwards when I was like bringing you guys food and stuff, I remember you heard it. You, I heard you say a couple of times, you were like, is anyone like, is she just where, by herself? Like, yeah. where is she? Who's, who's with her? Is she just in like a fucking a metal drawer somewhere? Like, and I just didn't, obviously they were all professionals. This is what they do. They would have looked yeah. after her and respected her hundred percent. That wasn't my issue. It was just like, I don't want her to be like that no totally and your your previous existence like you were just in this life where you were like bye have fun and then all of a sudden like you're like where is my friend who's with her what's happening like the shock and the the you you wouldn't have had time to catch up to the reality of the situation yeah straight away like that's insane i was like where are you taking her can i come obviously not i'm not next of kin you don't know me but i'm like but she doesn't know you yeah <laughs> She's like, no, I'll take it. I'll go. I'll ride in the thing. Like I'll do it. I'll do everything. Yeah. I don't care. Like I'll do it. Yeah. And I just remember I'm like, I just wanted to yeah, scoop her up off the floor. Yeah. Like a little baby bird. Just put her on, at least put her on her bed. Yeah. And like like I said, it wasn't a gruesome scene at all. Like she even it wasn't scary. Were you going to say she even passed away daintily? Yes. <laughs> she would. She would. For those that do know Chelsea, even in death, she's still gorgeous. Stunned. Couldn't be me. Honestly, it wouldn't. Oh, my God. I would not look like that. It would be way more traumatic if it were me. <laughs> she was like a swan, hey? Just Seriously. Literally, just so just beautiful. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, but, um, yeah, she'd had a seizure. And, you know, it was, like I said, it wasn't gruesome. There's no choking on her tongue. She didn't hit her head really hard. Nothing. Mm. Um, from what I understand, it was just she blacked out and that was it. Wow. And she didn't wake up. So I'm glad it wasn't, like painful or yeah. scary for her or anything like that she just would have gone oh i do this i'm used to this mm. and that was it so i'm grateful that it wasn't totally awful and, I'm, and another like again if you know chelsea you know caesar mm. her dog that's heartbreaking he was on the end of her bed watching the door and he didn't want to leave her and he wasn't going to leave her yeah, um he did didn't want to leave her, obviously. He couldn't leave her in the house, so he came with us. But he sat, and he hadn't been fed. And that boy loves food. Aww. And he sat. He didn't even let me know, or otherwise I would have gone in there. There was yeah. no no barking, no yapping. Oh he didn't, gosh. you know, let me know I needed to wee. Nothing. He sat there with her. And I was like, oh. Fucking crazy. He hey? sat and watched the door to make sure. But, you know, no one came in. Aww. Little sweetheart. Till the end, he was with dog. her. Oh my god! Little soft boy. He had the same heart that she had. Oh, it was like he's they were just the two peas in a pod. Boy. So I'm glad that he was there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Like poor Caesar, but also yeah. Yeah. It's like if you can. I don't know how this stuff works or anything, but when you were talking about Caesar, then I was picturing like her soul kind of coming out. To do its thing and then being a little bit like, wait, what? And then Caesar being there and him being able to, like, support mm. that. Because mm. dogs definitely see more than we do. I don't she know anything would about have it, been that's what I saw in my head. relieved. Because that's another thing she always used to say. She's like, oh, my God. 
I need to go before Caesar does or I'm going to end up oh in my God. the loony bin because <laughs> I cannot <laughs> handle it. Mm. So, yeah, it's you know, she's like, oh, I couldn't live without Caesar. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, yep. she'll be waiting for him when it's his turn. She will. Yeah. And um, what, what was life like after that? I remember a period of time of just like, you guys all being, like, mis-displaced? Yeah, we were. So in the couple of days... So that night we went and stayed where Lavina had been staying in Queensland with her auntie. Mm. None of us slept, obviously. We all just sat on the couch and we were like... <laughs> Conrad and I visited you guys that night and I remember... Yeah, the following... Yeah. Oh, was it the following night? I no, think it was so. the day. The following night. Following night, mm-hmm. okay. I had no concept of time. <laughs> No, yeah, I can imagine. Um, but yeah, when we saw you guys, it was like, um, I think the best way to describe it would be like obviously a very sad, dense feeling in the air and we were all sad, but it was like, you know, when you look at a mannequin and you're yeah, like, you're like the... yeah, we were like, <laughs> it's oh, like is that a like, person? <laughs> We're disassociated. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Obviously, like because the next, so we went, fair. stayed up all night, couldn't sleep. Um, her brother lives in Japan. Billy, I love Billy. Messaged me because he, he would have, you know, been told by his mum, and he's going, "What the fuck is going on?" So I'm having to talk to him. Stayed up all night, slept maybe an hour, and then the next day, I, I don't know why, but I took it upon myself to let everybody know. Yeah. I just thought, I was like, it needs to be me. Because well, the other two probably, too. again, it was too, it was too much for yeah. them. I don't know why, though. When you say that in my head, I'm like, that makes sense for it to have been you. Yeah, because it who was Who else was it going to be you? Me. I mean, who else was it going to be Yeah. So I, you know, I had to fucking call everybody. Hey. And they're like, you've never called me before. I'm like, yeah, um, are you sitting down? Oh. All day, hey, are you sitting down? Fuck me. Hey, are you sitting? Maybe sit down. And having to deliver that news over and over and over again. What did that feel like? I don't remember. No. I just. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't want anybody. And I don't know why. And it wasn't my place. And I understand that. But I was like, no fucking social media posts. And we tell everyone that needs to know. Because no one needs to find out through a rest in peace. I miss you. And I love you. No. I wanted to make sure everyone had a. You know, was ready. It was re- ready to hear it as ready as you can be. S- yeah, sat down and you know. That's really nice. Yeah, I didn't want people to find out like that. No. So yeah, I spent the day doing that. God damn. And kind of preparing, and then what we were going to do because her ex partner Bradley, who she's very close with and now we're close with, um, was going to come up to get Caesar and get her van and bring all of her things. So I'm on the phone to him and I'm on the phone to her other best friend who I'm now friends with, Courtney, trying to talk to them how the fuck they're going to get into anywhere from Victoria because Chelsea's from Melbourne. Yeah, it was a logistical nightmare. It was fucked. So I'm trying to, we're all trying to do that. and Yeah. <laughs> it was insane. Like going, Like you wouldn't have even had time to process anything yet. For ages. No. Because you weren't in your home and you weren't even legally, like, allowed the whole border thing. Yeah. And I remember um, you guys weren't wanting to, like, buy food on your card and stuff because of where you were. Yeah, it was just 
That's but crazy. So then Bradley was up there for the week, so it was now time to pack up Chelsea's room. God. So we spent yeah a week doing that, going through her things. Was that? I remember going to my mum's for a little bit. I couldn't. I, the others went back. Lavina didn't, but my partner at the time he went back, and some of their other friends went as well. So he wasn't alone in the house. And they had started to pack up the room, and I lost my fucking mind. I was like, I need to be there. Please just give it one more day, and I'll be there tomorrow. Because mm-hmm. I was terrified of the house. Yeah, I was oh, God, really yeah. scared. Yeah. Um, so I was like, put everything back. <laughs> they were like, what? I was like, please just put everything back. I, exactly how it was when I was in there last. And they're like, okay. Because I needed to just be like, it's just a room. It's just Chelsea's room. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Because okay. I was absolutely terrified of the but house. It makes sense. Like from what you've been through and just shock that you were in and what you'd seen. And now it's like you would, your brain and body wouldn't have had any time to process any of it. So the immediate deduction that you would make from that is this room equals death something yeah I couldn't I think the thing I went straight to like terrified mm. um because the last time I'd, I'd seen her I was like oh it's Chelsea and then when I went in there I'm like that's not fuck that's not my friend yeah obviously it was but I'm like that doesn't look like the, the essence of Chelsea wasn't there yeah and I was like what is that yeah I was like that's not her that thing came in here I don't know what and it sounds awful to say thing, but that's how I processed it. And I couldn't, yeah. oh, um, so we, you know, <laughs> went in the room and I was sat in there and I was like, oh, okay, it's fine. And then, you know, the house was buzzing. It was amazing. Everyone came and helped us pack everything up and it was really beautiful. Good. Did that feel like a bit of a healing bit? I thought so. Yeah. Okay. Until... Everybody left. My partner went back to work and I was left home alone in the house. No. And I knew I didn't want to be left home alone in the house. So I asked my mom to bring our dog over and she's this big neo-mastiff, so big girl. I was like, I'm going to feel safe with her. And I was feeling good. I was like, okay, this is fine. Because where I went, she went. It was cool. Mm. I went downstairs to do so. It's funny now. I went downstairs to do some laundry and our laundry was so creepy and gross. And we had hardwood floors. And she must have spooked or something, and she was scurrying across the... Oh, it was above you. Hundred floor. <laughs> and I just went, <laughs> I just had this image in my head of a scary thing, like... Oh! <laughs> yep. You, like, picture grudge, like... Yes. And I just remember just being like... I remember you saying something along those lines. I don't remember that part of the story, mm-hmm. but I remember you like processing it in that way and just being like, like the way that Chels came in was not the Chels that left you yes. kind of thing. I yeah. remember you saying like, I don't like, I don't know guilt what... about that situation for a moment as mm-hmm. well, because like, I think it's a I'm complete like, fair thing. Like, it not, is Chelsea. I hate to, to talk about her like that, but that's how my brain processes. Totally. So like, that's not Chelsea. Absolutely. That's fucking traumatizing mm-hmm. to see that. I would, I can completely. Yeah understand not from your perspective obviously but i can mm-hmm. understand that 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 makes sense that your brain would see it that way and yeah there's like nothing and just from like guilty about with that how i found it it was just a bit yeah anyway and i <laughs> was down in the laundry and then yeah the dog just scurried across the hardwood floors and i was like oh i went and locked myself in my bedroom with the dog and I ate, I ate two valiums and just passed out oh, my boyfriend came home and was like are you okay and i was like <laughs> Yeah, I am now. <laughs> Woke up and I was like, I was like, you can't leave me here. I was like, you, you can't leave me here alone. Yeah. 
Please leave me alone. I'm going to get eaten. Oh, baby. It was so awful. It's so funny now. I'm like, oh, you traumatized little thing. Yeah. But um, did you... Wait, hang on. No, the question just fell fucking out of my oh, head. Keep going. Come Sorry. Back. <laughs> it will. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, since that moment I've been fine, but there's other little things. So straight after it happened, because the last thing I did before I went into a room was shower. I couldn't shower by myself. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. Showering alone is already terrifying. Mm. Like, already to the point of just watching. I can't even imagine from your shoes. Because I, as a grown adult woman who hasn't seen that, close my eyes in the shower and I feel like someone's going to attack me. Mm. And that's something that I literally have to be like, it, it, it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. you hear the bathroom door opening. Yeah. Like, it's There's shut. no creatures no in, here. in here. Yeah. yeah. And I can't even imagine that after, like, that happening. Yeah. I'm just was... checking we're still recording. Keep talking. Yeah. That was the last thing <laughs> yeah. that okay. I did. So then, yeah, I couldn't shower <laughs> for a little while. But I've since, obviously, that kind of cleared that up really quickly. But I noticed the other day. So I live with a girl that I work with. Um, and she travels a lot because that's what we do, right? Mm. Um, and even if I know she's gone, she's from Cairns, she's gone home to Cairns to see her family or she just went to Japan for a week. I knew she was in Japan, but her bedroom door had been closed the whole time. And I was just like, she's in there. <gasps> she's in there. Oh, my God. So of if, some, if someone's in the, with my roommate, Lies, who I also used to work with, same thing. Like if she'd gone for a night out and she was just having a sleep in, if her bedroom door is closed for too long, I start to panic. Yeah. You should just give all your housemates a disclaimer and be like, sometimes I might just creep in and open your door and mm. check on you. <laughs> and, and I did. And I wasn't even home and I knew that she is in Japan. Mm. But I had to open that door and, and I had to leave it open. Do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Because I was like, oh, I can't. Do, I get, no way. Be a, yeah, fuck that. O- opening, pushing open doors. Ugh. Yeah. Because I, I have this, like, something awful, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could, like everything behind the door would just be like doom. Yeah, even though I impossible. knew she's not home, you dick. You I'm like, you'll mm. have that forever. I think so. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's just the one thing I can't quite shake. Yeah. Like, oh, can't even fathom that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one thing in that I thought I'd, you know, gotten over seeing an ambulance. Mm. For a little while, that freaked me the fuck out. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh. Love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> or any sort of, you know, working at the airport, medical, anything. Like an emergency. Emergency. I just used to be like, oh, fuck, no. Yeah. Or, you know, oh, aircraft is landing. We need an AMBO on arrival. I'm like, Ugh. But now I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah. So I just assumed. You know, even the showering thing, I didn't do that. It's yeah. fine. So when that, you know, took me by surprise, literally last week, I was like, oh, but I feel like that's one that's going to stick around. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. At least there's only one. Yeah, Imagine that's if true. I still couldn't shower. Fuck. That'd be fucked. You've come so far. I'd much rather tell new roommates, hey, leave, can you occasionally, or just text me and let me know you are, instead of, can you come and sit while I shower? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. Can we just never shut a single door? Yeah. <laughs> shower door yeah. open, your bedroom door open, all these doors open. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't move them. I want to be able to hear you when I'm in the shower. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, pick your battles, Joe. (laughs) If I lived with you, I'd be like, that's fine. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. Um. Oh, and I guess, like, another thing that I've 
I have to try and overcome is, you know, circling back to that night it happened. I was anxious, right? I had this mm. something in me knew. That's right. Something in me knew. And then I woke up in the middle of the night. Something in me knew. Yeah. I, I went to push your door open earlier in the day. Couldn't do it. Something said, don't do it. My body knew. Yeah. So now I have a really tough time distinct, like trying to figure out, is it just anxiety or oh, is something oh, yeah. fucking awful going to happen? Okay. Most of the time, it's it, 100% of the time, it's, it's just anxiety, but it was that one time it wasn't just anxiety, my body knew. Yeah. That's insane, hey? Mm. Like, do you think it was. Yeah, probably was your body, hey? Do you think it was also like your higher self? Like, with a. It was, it was something. Because, I don't know, she's like a sister. You just. You just yeah, your soul's like kind of connection. Yeah, and you would have felt like a something. And you had the panic in the night. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I sound insane, but I feel like it was around the time. Yeah, no, I when it you was told like me sh- that, I was like, no, yeah, one hundred percent. You could feel it, and I was like, something's not right. Fuck. But I put it down to just my anxiety. I'm like, oh, oh I've got chills all over my body. No, it was not your anxiety. And I mentioned because also like you couldn't get over the fear after, even though your ex came home. He's home. Still... He's fine. He's eating. He's giggling. I told him don't ever do that shit again. He said sorry, and we're like cool. It's fine. Yeah. I'm like something's not fine. Yeah. What I can't eat. Mean? I'm gonna throw up. Fucking hell. That's so wild. I think um, with your like, is it anxiety or is it my intuition? Like, mm. what, like what's my knowing and what's my anxiety? That's a thing. In general, I think you would have that fucking dialed up, like mm-hmm. amplified. Absolutely. Is there any like um, physical or internal tells that you have that help you decipher which ones? Not yet. Not yet. You will. If, yeah, eventually we'll, we will get to that. Yeah. The more I work on like moving the trauma out of my physical body because I'm holding it. We were laughing about it the other day. You know, you just sit yeah. there and you're like, oh, my yeah. door is clenched. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting here just watching Gossip Girl and I'm, I'm like, oh, what are you doing? And I sent you that picture. I was at my desk the other day and I just had like on my one hand on the laptop, my other hand was just a fist and my knuckles. I looked down and my knuckles were white. And, you're like, and I was like, we're not stressed anymore. Put yeah. them down. Release your jaw, you psycho. That is literally the I'm longest. Like, I cannot. My shoulders I just, are up here. I, was, I sleep like that. Yes. You would not believe how often I have, have to, to be like yeah. this, like just constantly push my shoulders down. They Me feel too. like they're up to my ears. Same, always. I had a, I had to, I had a fucking neck problem. <laughs> I went to the massage the other day, or yesterday maybe, and she was like massaging me so hard. And she was like, um, this, you have like a very high pain tolerance. She was like, you're very, very tight. And she was like, are you, what do you do for work? And I was like, oh, this is stress. <laughs> <laughs> It's just my body hasn't let go of my old life. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting there, though. She was like, I'm pressing really hard. And, like, because of how tight it is, this should be very tender. And I was like, I'm just really grateful to be here. Yeah, just keep going, <laughs> Help sis. Help me. And, um, yeah, so my neck, it's still sore and everything, but it's been feeling a lot better after that. But yeah. The, I was even saying to her, I was like, I just can't seem to get my shoulders away from my earlobes. Like, and then mm-hmm. my jaw as well is just always like clenched, like my neck oh, and shoulders. I'm just like this. It's like I'm just waiting for someone to attack me. And yeah. Like, Calm down. Let hey, maybe like breathe one time. Yeah. <laughs> Take <laughs> one breath. 
Legit. It's like... And blink. <laughs> Please, just blink. Yes. Like those times when you're staring off into the distance and you're basically cross-eyed and yeah. your eyes are wide open. You look like a fucking psychopath about to murder someone or something. Yeah. And you're like... like people think you're weird. Shallow breathing. Like yeah. barely taking a full breath. You clench, clench, fists That's been me for two We're laughing about it. But it's like, this is not okay. Yeah, it's not healthy and we're working on it. We're working on it. It takes a long time for your body to let it go. Mm. So once I, I think once I do more of that, I'll, I will be able to tell the difference between what is yeah. a gut feeling and what is anxiety. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was really hard. Yeah. Up until very recently. Yeah. Which then, I guess, creates doubt within myself. How come? Because I'm like, well, am I just an insane person or like, do I trust myself in this or am I just oh, insane? And I was like, oh my God, I don't know what to think or how to feel. Not knowing how to trust yourself yeah. is the worst feeling ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's the anxiety. I'm like, is it though? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I hate that. So I stayed inside for a long time. Yeah. Not the healthiest uh, coping mechanism, but I think it really worked for me. No, totally. <laughs> I think that is fine to... Like, obviously not forever, yeah. but I think it's a good thing because when your energy is so low and you don't really, like... Like, we unconsciously have, like, an energy sort of, like, protection field around us anyway, right? Like, we've already got, like, just our heart alone produces a massive energetic field outside of our body. And we're always energetically protecting ourselves. We've always got some form of a boundary up, even if we're unaware of it. And when you're really energetically low and you're going through a hard time and you just don't have enough energy even for yourself barely mm-hmm. to survive, let alone, like, protecting your energy against, like, other people or, you know, other people's projections or just there are, like, anything, even just their yucky vibes and stuff, staying in and away from all of that when you don't have the mm-hmm. capacity to protect yourself or heal yourself if someone, like, throws you into some kind mm-hmm. of fucking tizzy or whatever is a good thing, like... And just spending the time with yourself is you're more likely to heal. Like, and you spent so much time inside and look how far you've come. Honestly, I say it all the time. Like solitude is my best friend. Yeah. 100%. Not isolation. No. Solitude. Yes. (laughs) They're different things. Um, And I I love solitude. I love her. I've learned so much from her. Right. About myself. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And that's like the most important thing, like to know yourself. I just the good and the bad. And from spending that time in solitude, I now crave it. Yeah. Like, I love hanging out with me. I travel alone. Like, I yes. like to just I, I have and I will forever, I think. That's just, I just really appreciate um, time with myself. Yes. I and when I'm not that. feeling super grounded, I'm feeling super outside of myself, I will just spend time with me good. in solitude. And I always come out of it, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like you trust yourself more again? I have never been, like coming out of this, I've mm. never been so solid good. within myself. I'm like, oh, yeah, I feel real good. Good. Because, like, look what you just pulled yourself out of. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck, bro. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Look at you. You're yeah. amazing. Yeah, I've never felt more myself Mm. um and it's just the best feeling yeah you're going to just i just feel like you've got i feel like you 
gained a lot, even though you lost a lot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, you, you know what I mean. 100%. I'm yeah. not like stoked about yeah. a dead friend. <laughs> no, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> like if I could trade it, I would. But at the same time, I am so grateful for the lessons that I've learned mm. and, you know, being able to spend that time. Fuck, it was, it was so hard. Because it wasn't just like, again, not woe is me, poor me, rah, 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 but, you know, it was a series of events like we spoke about earlier of my parents splitting in my, you know, mm. my solid unit no longer being a solid unit is, I feel like, the last thing. Yeah. Literally everything is just, they always say the universe will forcibly remove things from your life that are not 100%. meant to be there. So, you know, I don't know why Chelsea's removed. We don't need to figure that Figure that out. That's fine. I always have this, like... She just... Feeling about... She did everything she needed to do. That's what I feel. I honestly feel like... I don't know, obviously, and what I feel doesn't matter, but it feels like she did what she needed to do here. And, like, she was so pure. Her heart uh, and soul was so I don't even really pure. have words to describe... Other than warm. Yeah. Warm. Where do you think you're going to go from here? I don't know, but I'm not scared of it. I'm so glad. I was so scared of it. I was so scared of everything. But now I'm not. You were. And I'm very excited. Like, for context, for anyone listening, like, you couldn't... You... I remember when you were in Bali recently and... You're in Bali, right? Yes. Yeah. I was yeah. like, wait, was that right? You were there recently and I just had this like feeling and I'd messaged you and I was like, hey, like, how are you going? Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, I'm really anxious. And I was like, yeah, I'm having so. the worst time. <laughs> and I was like, she thinks everyone at home is dying. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's how bad it was. I couldn't even, I was with two of my best friends in the whole world celebrating my 26th birthday. <laughs> like, we're all alive. Everyone's well. I could see the Go ocean. We're on this gorgeous villa. We were naked eating fruit and we've never been so tanned. <laughs> Why am I upstairs crying on the floor? Like I couldn't even yeah. function. And that was only like recently. August. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where are we now? It's like November. That's crazy. That was so recent. It's wild, hey, how like you were in that plane of existence where that was your reality, where any time you travelled, even when you went on a quick Australian trip, where where was where'd you go? Uh, um, Perth. Perth. And you were so worried even then, just like leaving everyone at home. Mm-hmm. And, worried that if you left everyone would die and it's but it's like irrational yes but also not like it makes sense Mm. um and now like that last little thing like that last little Mm -hmm. puzzle piece fell into place or whatever Mm -hmm. and you just got that like revelation feeling that like you can release yeah i'm like it's cool man (laughs) like yeah it's it's hard to articulate a little bit because people like what i'm like it's obviously not completely over and I still worry about my friends and my family but there's just because that thing that my safety net my parents in my home that was my safety net that was always going to be there yeah Ah. (laughs) nope (laughs) I'm like oh well fuck it then oh fuck it (laughs) (laughs) how much was gonna get let's do it seriously yeah all those things like you know not long after a little bit after like my my partner and I had split up that's right. That's cool. It is what it is. You know, we're not meant to be together. That's Definitely fine. Definitely not. But you know, you're like, well, don't need this right now. Yeah. And I was no. like, oh, that's okay. And I was like, oh, that's all right. And then 
the grief really kicked in after that because I was alone here for yeah. a few months. Um, and I was like, oh, that's fucked. So I really threw myself into work. Yeah. I haven't been to work since May because now that's fucked, yeah. which I can't really discuss, but we're, I think we're nearly at the end of that. God, but I hope so. <laughs> I've been there seven years. Like, that was my whole life. And I thought I was going to be doing that for the next 20, mm. work my way up, and that was it. That was going to be my whole life. What's your perspective on that now? Chuck it. Doesn't matter how. I don't, we'll yeah. never step foot back in, I don't think. I mean, if I Even could, like, I could fall back into airlines, but that I don't want to do. That's not my end goal anymore. No, that mm-hmm. totally. No, 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 absolutely. But even that, like, mentality of I want to work here and work my way up no, and stuff, gone, hey. Don't care. Total perspective shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I let it unfortunately consume me, and I think it was a coping mechanism a little bit. Mm. Um, don't get me wrong, I love my job. I was great at my job. I love yeah. the people I work with, yeah. um, but it became everything. Yeah. And then that was fucking whoop, see you later. When that was taken from me, I was like, oh, oh fuck. What do I have? I'm like, that's okay. Mom and dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Psych. <laughs> Bro. Oh, what do you mean? Oh, so I was like, right. Cried about it for a day. Mom and dad splitting. Mm. I'm like. Fuck it. Yeah. Honestly, I, I've, I'm paying attention now. You've ta- I get it, universe. The things have been removed. Got no job, got no boyfriend. My parents aren't together. Let's fucking go to Europe or something. I am obsessed with the what Europe idea. What is keeping idea. you here? Japan? I don't know. I reckon Europe. Like, you've spent half your life in Japan, basically. I know. <gasps> Emily asked your table over. It's oh, fine. Oh, that's okay. Chelsea's fine. Everybody's Chelsea's fine. Cool. Everybody's cool over there. fine. <laughs> Everybody's good. No, yeah, so I think this is the the last little thing that was keeping me here. I love it. It's gone. So I'm like, oh, I'll okay. just visit you wherever you are. Plus, we'll just still voice message, like, all the time. Yeah, screech at each other. Thank you. Podcast. <laughs> we were actually podcasting before the podcast. We were. We did this first. Just brought it into reality. <laughs> but no one will hear those ever. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, I really just want to make a podcast where I play all my friends' voice messages. Only good ones. Like, mm. not not only good ones. They're all good. I just mean, like, no, nothing where I would put anyone in a position mm. where they would be like, why the fuck could you do that to me? I would never do that. Oh, let mine rip. I think that would be so funny. It would be like, I think about it a lot. I'm like, I would listen to that. Mm-hmm. And I really want to do it. But I'm also like, is that a breach of everyone's trust in me? Mm. <laughs> so like, maybe I would send it to everyone first and be like, all of a sudden approval? you're not getting any more voices. Yeah. <laughs> I would love I would, that. Oh, no. I mean, oh, you mean the podcast? Yeah. I, would ha- I, was, I was thinking um, I would hate if everyone stopped voice messaging oh, me. No. It's like I I'll never it. stop. Some people hate it, but I do it anyway. I fucking love it. You know who hates it? Reese. Does he? he I yells at me about it. Because no. <laughs> he fucking loves a yarn. Like he'll have yeah. a chat on the phone for like an hour. I thought he would love a little giggle. He hates it. Why? He cannot stand it. He can't keep up. No, I guess he just doesn't like when you monologue at him. But I'm like, bro, you monologue at me on the phone. Let me monologue you with the voice messages. <laughs> I love voice messages. I think they're the funniest thing. <laughs> Same. It's like my favorite way to communicate. Me too. I don't have time for texting anymore. My thoughts mm-hmm. in my mouth mm-hmm. are coming out. Do you know what I'm doing? <laughs> <laughs> I just realized the best thing ever. So, like, if you... There we go. This is where it gets. <laughs> keep, try keep up. I am writing a book right now. Mm-hmm. And the biggest hurdle that I've learned is sitting down to do the writing. 
that seems like a slow, arduous task. And my mouth and my brain go so fast and my hands are slow. Mm-hmm. I journal all the time, but my journal is like this insane scrolling. You can hardly yeah. see anything. Like, so it's not, it doesn't make sense not to like journal to and translate. Consume, yeah. I don't want to do a double work. So I'm like keyboarding. Why do I hate the keyboard so much? I don't fucking know, but there's a massive resistance between me and the keyboard. I'm like, Bleh. and then I was like, stumbled across and it wasn't even in relation to the book like previously stumbled across the um in word like not google docs but in the actual word you have this little feature called dictation and you click on it and you just speak and it writes for you <laughs> you oh, screech at it i screech at my laptop it would be <laughs> hilarious <laughs> to read it back and you'd be like what did i just say it's straight up babble. Yeah, you're like, oh fuck. Oh fuck. <laughs> but it's the best hack I could possibly fucking imagine. Like, I went from, like, I wrote the first chapter and then I had this, like, massive period of time where nothing happened just because I was like, Esther, just sit down. Everything's in your head. You already no, know what you're going to write. It's all it. there. I've got the framework and everything. But I was like, sit down. And I was like, I can't. Why? And if I have resistance to something, not, there's it's no not happening. fucking yeah. Way. Yeah. But if I don't have resistance, I'll make it happen in like two days. Yeah. Like there's no in between. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> so extreme. And so I was like, I need a way around this fucking block. And then I remembered that I'd seen somewhere that whole dictation thing. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. So now I just like scream at my computer and then it's just this psycho babble. And then afterwards I just go through and structure it into like proper, you know, story <laughs> And, and then my friend Billy's editing it for me. It's the best thing ever. But that dictation thing was amazing. And that, that makes so much sense to me because I voice message my friends all fucking day. I podcast. Like, I don't want to do anything else with my life apart from speak, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> and now I can even speak my book out. Perfect. Yeah. No, that makes so much sense. It does. That I would love to see it before message. you clean it up, though. <laughs> I'll send you a... I'll yeah. send you. <laughs> I might actually be able to... Like t- take it in a little bit, little bit better. I'm like, really? You know, like, I think this was familiar. I'm like, oh yes, <laughs> this feels right. And you obviously have to do an audio book. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will. Oh my god, you have to. I will definitely. Oh, that's crazy. So, what, what do you think? Like, are the biggest life changes you've had in the last like two years like not literal changes mm-hmm. through your circumstances obviously we just spoke about that but, like <laughs> internally internally how did you see the world how do you see it now like how what meant something to you then and what means something to you now where are your values at mm, great question mm. um cool that just came out <laughs> great question wow i'm impressed um i guess i've always had this, this this kind of view on the world anyway i don't know where that comes from, I've always just seen, you know, the bigger picture. Someone fucking... Mm. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but since going through this I've written, and sitting with myself, I've been able to figure out why I function the way that I do. Mm. And one of the biggest things for me, the thing I crave the most, is genuine connection. Yes. Yes. And I'm so big on genuine connection. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I have time for everyone. So I can do small talk. I can be friendly at a party. <laughs> Capturing a party. Um, <laughs> that would involve leaving my bedroom. Probably not going to happen. But you know what I mean. Like yeah, I have you're the sort of person you could take anywhere. All the time in the world for people. I'll never be rude. Yeah. But I crave genuine connections so deeply. Yeah. Um, 
and I'm trying now to figure out where that comes from and why that is. I have a theory. Same. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Neither is right nor wrong, whatever. (laughs) Don't look so nervous. It's so funny. (laughs) What is it? I think, so my parents are very, very young when they had me. So my mum had me at 21. Yeah. Your mum is such a babe. My mama. Yeah. Yeah, I got it from her. Um, and then she met my stepdad. It was just, just mom and I. Um, and then she met my stepdad oh, just before I was two. So like one and a bit. And he was quite young. He was like 20. Um, so they were really young and they were just figuring shit out. They, did, they barely knew how to be adults, let alone parents. Right. Really? Oh, yeah. So I was just left to my own doing and that was fine that was healthy and happy and had everything I needed yeah um and they were doing their best but I think it was just like they had to work yeah and I just hung out with myself yeah and I did until I was seven and then my little sister came along but that's seven years right Mm. different so it's not like we're playing or things like that so I spent a lot of time by myself um again really hard to articulate but and mum's always been in shift work as well. And dad was working like two, three jobs. So I was just alone a lot. So I didn't have that like yeah. connection. Like my parents and I are very, very close. And that's happened since becoming an adult. <laughs> yeah. and, and that kind of thing. But I think that's kind of maybe what was missing. Mm-hmm. It was just a lot of by myself time in childhood, which is fine. Yeah. But now I just crave proper connection proper connection and definitely not romantic doesn't have to be romantic platonic perfect but I crave that so deeply and I only kind of came I knew I know we've had that conversation yeah a few times that I'm like that's so important to me but I think I've only just realized how Mm. important yeah it is to me in the last like month or two yeah that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. coming from the childhood and everything. Yeah. So it wasn't like a bad, child, like I had a great childhood. Yeah. Everything I needed, it was great. It was just, that's what was missing. Totally. Totally. I love that you know that. Yeah. It was just like, uh, you know, I remember it very distinctly. We were going to, I was in year seven and we were going on a exchange to Japan cool. and we were all had to get dropped at school and then get on the bus to the airport or something like that. And all the parents were around taking photos or our dad just had to drop me and go to work. Mm-hmm. Just little things like that. So you look around and you're like, oh, but everyone else is Yeah, like doing why am that. I missing out on but the But I'm thing. like, mm, I've got a fucking mortgage to pay, dumbass. Like, duh. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Like- just little things and it's not even on purpose, nothing that well. like that. But Sometimes. yeah. Like, you'd be up on stage or whatever, and you'd look at the audience, your parents out there or whatever, because they had to work or whatever. Noah used to say in, pre- um, in when I picked him up from preschool, sometimes he'd be like, how come everyone else has, like, two parents? Pick mm. them up. And I'm like, first of all, how can both the parents pick the kids yeah. up? What the fuck is everyone doing? Are you yeah. kidding me? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> that's He's like, incredible. why are you and dad together? And I was like, well, oh, that's for when you're older. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. And it's, yeah, no was, hard feelings, nothing like that, because everyone no. was just doing their best. Yeah, totally. I was thinking, um, this 
kind of goes hand in hand with it. But like before, I think like when you're just going along through life and like before any sort of monumental, massive, traumatic thing, like, you know, the, the things that happen where you're just like, I will never forget this and I mm. will only grow from this or die from it, basically, mm-hmm. like what you've been through. And like your perspective on everything shifts mm-hmm. so incredibly deeply, like to mm-hmm. the bone. Nothing is the same. Nothing that you cared about, well, not nothing, but lots that you cared about before you don't care about anymore. Mm-hmm. And you have this like total flipped view of the world that you're like, oh, there's this entire side of it that I wasn't paying enough mind to, mm-hmm. like vaguely aware of it or whatever, but it suddenly is like so much more important to you. And then you, like, I don't know, I think in times like that, you really like amplifies things, so how important things are, like connection, mm-hmm. understanding other people, understanding yourself, mm-hmm. like alone time, like all the things that you just don't I really think twice have time about. for. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like when you rocketed into a shitty situation like that. So when you were saying that, I was like, oh, yeah, like your childhood would absolutely be the stem of that. And it's like what you went through recently is what would have, like, amplified that in you and brought it to the surface. Yeah. That desire for connection. Yeah, it's... Yeah, the thing I think I crave most deeply. I have no shame in saying that. No, that's beautiful. That's what everyone should be saying and feeling. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's so separate. Yeah. We have a lot of work to do before people feel that way. Yeah. And I I used to struggle with, I used, before I realized that's what it was, that craving, that genuine connection, I was like, fuck, people think I'm like, I just, I never asked, I was just assuming. I'm like, do I come across as too much? You. That's what I used to think to myself. I'm like, oh, I'm being too intense. I can't just do like a little bit. A little bit. And I used to be like, oh, no, just reel it in a little bit, sis. Like, you're being oh, a bit much. And now I'm like, no, I don't care if I'm too much. Good. I want to know stuff. Good. Be <laughs> too people. much. Obviously within what's appropriate, but, you know. Yeah, whatever. I'm like, like, I just want to create a space and be in a space that is just lovely and warm. and we Authentic. Can sh- authentic. Yeah. We can share and you can share. And that's all they want. Yeah. So I've kind of cast it out self-doubt and that thought out of my mind. I'm like, I don't give a fuck if I'm too much. I actually don't give a fuck if I'm too much. That's incredible. That's incredible. I don't care. That is absolutely like, oh my God. Because I'm the right amount for the the right people. For the right people. That's it. I think that you are just the perfect amount all the time for anyone ever. But if, (laughs) like, if anyone ever thought that you would, oh, I can't even. Hayley and I were talking about this. We were like, we need to do a podcast episode literally on this exact (laughs) topic because... We've both been told throughout life so often to just tone it tone down. Tone it down, reel it in. Stopping so loud. You're making a fuss or a scene. Yeah. I didn't make a fuss, but You're like, too, intense. too loud. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it just, it's wild because like before you have that full on trust in yourself, you trust other people more. Mm. And so you take it on, like you fully take it on. You're like, oh, I am too much. You just, you know it about yourself. It's like your belief system is that you are too much. And that is so damaging and insane. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. So and then, then you go through whatever it is that you need to go through to get you to the point where you trust yourself more than anything else and you're like, I'm not too much at all. <laughs> Someone saying that is completely just yeah. a projection of their uh-huh. situation and their view of the world. I'm like, it's cool if I am. Yeah. Let it be. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hate that for you. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Fun talking about the fucking surf again. Mm. 
Yawn. <laughs> Love the surf, hate the culture. I don't hate the culture. I just don't like where it's gone. It makes me sad. No, I don't care about really any of it. <laughs> no, I don't. It's the only sport I do care about. Ugh. I don't even care about it as a sport. I just like to do it. So it's such a beautiful thing to do. I'm not convincing do. you to surf. I just no. think it's a really beautiful thing to do. But I don't surf anymore. Not because I don't want to. I really want to. And I do sometimes, occasionally, but hardly ever. Because now that I feel energy so strongly, I get into water, one of the biggest conductors of energy, and I can feel everyone. And there's always a thousand people out there. There's a thousand people <laughs> out and they're angry and they all like not all, but there's so many people that are just like, this is my wave, this is my spot, my ocean. And it's like, bro, that, that's not yours. It's something that used to blow my fucking mind. Anytime my ex-boyfriend used to come home, I'd be like, he'd be just like super ready to go for a surf. Like, ah, oh, I'm so excited. And he'd come home, like, how was he? He's like, fuck, this fucking this guy was doing this and this guy punched. I'm like, so why do you go? Yeah. Every time you come in, like, this guy dropped anyway? in and this guy was being a cockhead and then this and that. And this guy doesn't know what he's doing. Mm. And I'm like, this doesn't sound fun. No. Just acknowledge the blessing that you're even I'm allowed like, to be, not allowed to, but able to be like, in the ocean and stuff. Everyone's so angry. Everyone's so angry. It's like, like, this I is thought, one of the most chillest. You're supposed to be fucking so chill. Having a good feel, time. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's yelling. Yeah. There was like a kid got punched by an adult. Sometime late last year. That's insane. Like fully got caught on camera. Someone was recording like someone surfing and this grown up went up to a kid and just started boxing him in the head. And then this other dude went and like ripped him off and was like, this is like a 12 year old child, bro. I'm like, like, are you kidding me? Is anything that serious? No, right? Like what obviously no one fuck? should be punching children, but even getting angry and fuck you. Even if it wave. wasn't a kid and it was an adult, like, is it, is, is this, it that serious? Is this the end of it's the fucking It's a wave. Yeah. Trust me. I don't know much about anything, but I think there'll be another one. <laughs> I have crazy, call me crazy, but I think there might be another way. Legit. Oh my god. It's not like oh, one way done forever. Fuck me. Why are you punching each other? Why? This is not what it's about. Ugh, not what's I, no I want to pull everyone out of the ocean. I want to sit them down in a fucking room and be like, you all need to think about what you've done. You all need to think about yeah. how you're acting and behaving in this situation. Here's a slideshow how waves work. Yeah. There will be another There one. will be more. Here's how to be nice to another human being and just fucking... Oh, fucking insane. So anyway, that's what I don't surf very much anymore. It's yucky. Because this is all I hear. <laughs> this is all I heard about. And, and then you I surf whenever I go something random, like an island. Yeah. Or like... Some back beach, like if some, you know, and Justin's like, hey, you want to come boog? And I'm like, yeah, I'll go boog. Like, at least I can still ride away even not be around a million people. It's rare. I don't go boog all the time. I just don't. It's just not so fast. I, I can't even get it out. I'm like, no. Oh, so funny. And I guess that's kind of something that led to that feeling of being out of place that I was talking about Yeah, earlier. when you said that before, I was like, it would make a lot of sense to you. <laughs> I'm not that you're unwelcome. No, no, no. That's, no, and no one's made me feel like that. I don't want you to But I just feel... I fucking love that you're nearby. All your friends who love you that you love that you're nearby. You are such a standout presence in the lives of the people who know you. Like, I just feel it's a fucking of... blessing and a pleasure to know you and to have you around. It's so nice. <laughs> it's it's yeah. like walking into a museum is what it's like knowing you. It's incredible. It's so fucking interesting. And there's oh, so much lovely. to look at and listen to. It's incredible. Oh, wow. <laughs> For real. So, but I fully get why you would be like, I don't feel like I have this yeah. feeling of belonging here. 
It's because not you are like, like a fucking sore thumb in this town. Yeah. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, the beaches are beautiful, but it's not my fucking first pick of activity. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care. I remember when we first met and you were telling me, like, no, I really prefer the city. And then in my head I was like, no, but I really like her and I really wanted to stay. And I was like, I'll try and convince her to like the beach. And I would, like, talk to you every now and then and be like, but it's really so nice or whatever. And you'd be like, I'm just more of, like, a city person. I was like... City's gross. I don't like the city. <laughs> I don't like the city. What I if just, you ended up in a city? <laughs> oh, I just, I don't know what it is. I just, and I was laughing because it's the time of year. I get like seasonal depression the wrong way around. <laughs> I can fully see that. <laughs> like people so get funny. depressed when the, like the winter rolls around. People are like, oh no. When it gets hot and muggy, I'm like, oh. <laughs> You won't see me at, th- not that you'd see me at events anyway, who am I kidding? But like I, I'm, I'm uncomfortable, I'm yeah. sweaty, I like to wear <laughs> pants, for starters. Layers. You will not catch me in shorts ever. <laughs> so true. Maxi skirts and pants till the day I die. That's so funny. So, <laughs> You're and preferably iconic. some sort of leather jacket or leather piece, <laughs> boots always, you will not fucking catch me in summer attire no, so I get it. really sad when it gets really hot <laughs> and it happened today I went out a little bit too late for my walk and I went out and it's not even sunny and mm-hmm. I was like it's muggy it is muggy I was like it's happening yeah it's happening. and it's I funny. hate it it makes me so mean I'm getting angry and I'm recoiling <laughs> truly so I get mean and angry and I don't want to do things. Oh, my God. I hate it. So, yeah, seasonal depression the wrong way around. So I so shouldn't be here. Funny. Oh, my God. Literally. Maybe, uh-uh. like, um, I just feel like you have a lot of exploring. I was telling Hayley about you today because she was like, tell me, like, about what you're doing later. And I was, like, telling her about you. And she was laughing at first because she was like, I can't keep up with how many friends you have. I need a fucking, like, a whiteboard yeah, with the, everyone's faces. Who knows who. Yeah. <laughs> and then she, like, I've told her about you before. And, um... I was saying that you, I was like just giving like a description of you and I was like giving like a, a quick rundown and I've already told her some things. I was like, so she's the one that's been through X, Y, Z and like blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh yeah. And I was like, she was like, so what? And I mentioned your job situation mm-hmm. and she was like, that's fucking hectic, bro. And I was like, I know it's insane. And she was like, what would she want to do then? Like if she wasn't doing that. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, but I think like I picture her kind of scouring like the back rooms of these old like ancient libraries and ancient literature and books and 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 iconography and just sort of like piecing things together and I don't know just giving us more information about how the world works from doing that and just or I was like or she could just curate the art in a magazine uh, not a magazine a museum or a gallery or yeah you would run a gallery so well stuff like that I was like she would just be she would just that would be amazing. And she was like, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> I keep manifesting that way. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that's where I want to go. It's what I want to do. You would be so good. Um, You're in a great place for all of that. I feel confident and comfortable enough to do that. Now. You fucking can. How exciting. Literally when you said that, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm not scared anymore. That's insane. That's huge. Because it used to make my stomach turn. Yeah. The thought of like leaving permanently and now I'm like ooh now I get excited when I think about it I'm like good and this was in the space of like a week a week that's wild that's massive yeah do you feel like a weight is off yeah I do 
I was, I was saying to mom, I was like, this is going to sound fucking insane. Did she understand that? Sorry. She's like, yeah, no, it, it makes sense. Yeah. And like, I just feel like this weird weight and pressure that I put on myself has been lifted and I can just go and do what I need to do. That's incredible. To be happy. I love that. So, yeah, I'm excited and I want to, I want to. I didn't I'm want really to before. I wasn't ready. I was not ready and now I'm. You're ready. I'm ready. This is incredible because you're like young, you know how to travel, you like traveling alone, you are healthy, you are like, you have so many different interests, so many things that would like spark your, that desire to like follow a trail on whatever it is that you're interested in at the time and everything. I feel like you're going to like learn and explore and do Yeah, I'm ready so to, much. I'm finally ready to do that. And you know, I'm, it's, I'm, I'll still cry and it'll still be scary. Yeah. But I'm excited about it now. It doesn't make me want to throw up. (laughs) That's good. That's good. And that's crazy. That's fucking wild. This has been such a hectic journey. I know. I'm really, like, stoked to be here. Good. That's amazing. I'm I'm really excited for you and inspired by you and in awe of you and proud of you and just, like, glad I know you so lucky I know you I can't believe I get to watch you live (laughs) (laughs) that's insane (laughs) and look at me I'm finally gonna live because I didn't for a while there I just I just you had the pause button on but so much was underneath like just booped around you were just like um uh just floating around you were just yeah that was cool but now I'm ready to actually just do it yeah whatever it is fuck yeah Oh, my God. And I'm in no rush to figure out what it is either. Good. And that's what excites me. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just fucking just figure it out when I get there. Hell, yeah. I'm not that relaxed about anything. <laughs> I love it. That's the feeling I live in now. Yeah. I've that, never, like, it's just, been a long time. It's just like, ever, that's you know. incredible. It's so freeing to be like. It really oh, is. Like, just oh, put one foot in front of the other and see where you go. <laughs> like, honestly, I'm so was so uptight about things and so nervous about things. I'd be like, what? Check Google Maps. If it's going to take longer than it usually does by too much, I'm not going. Mm. Things like that. I'd be like, mm, no. Yeah. No, I'm just like ready just to just it. fucking figure it out. I don't know. Fuck yeah. Whatever. You will figure it out. But the thing is, like, that's what it's all about, just being on the journey and being present in the journey and enjoying and mm. or learning from whichever way it goes, whatever it is that you're doing at the time. Like, I don't know why, like, well, I do know why. It's just, uh, uh, it's a whole other can of fish. <laughs> Sorry, I just, like, thought about way too much at once. <laughs> you're like, whoa, man. And I was like, wow, are you going to open this up right now? I said, no. <laughs> but just the whole, like, feeling that we have, that we always have to have, like, some end goal in sight or some, like, finish line that we have to get to. It's like, that's dying like the journey is the thing that we're looking yeah, forward to i'm like, just here enjoy for a fucking the good journey because <laughs> unfortunately i learned the hard way that you can be dead yeah. on the floor like that so you know what i'm just here for a good time now yes good whatever that time may be that's I'm amazing just, yeah no pressure good perspective shift yeah it's been gorge should we cook dinner let's cook dinner okay <gasps> are they still recording that one is, that one is. This is a good sign. Whoa, falling over. Okay, well, um, I'm going to end the pod here. So yes. if you're listening and not watching the video, then 
I hope you enjoyed that. But there's also a fun video of all of that. But it's not that that fun. We're sitting on the couch, but you can watch it if you want. Um, if you liked it, share it, please. That's super helpful. And if you want to follow the pod, please do that. Is someone coming in this door? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs>